Welcome to the Sharing the Heart of the Matter podcast, where we look for inspiration on the journey to discover what matters most. I'm Vicki Atkinson, and in this episode, I'm talking with Lynn Leon and Brian Hannon about our mutual love of writing. We talk about how writing helps us think, and our one common denominator, we love writing about what matters most, whether it's our families, our experiences, or healthy giggles, often laughing at ourselves. I'm Dr. Vicki Atkinson, co-founder of the Heart of the Matter blog and podcast. I'm a writer, educator, former college dean, counselor, therapist, and a leadership and life coach. And again, I'm joined today by Wynn Leon and Brian Hannon. Hi, guys. Hey, Vicki. Hey there. How are you? Good. So fun to see both of you and have some time with you. Yay. <laughs> so nice to have it be the three of us and get... <laughs> Some different voices all mixed together. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and and when one of the things that you and I know is that, you know, heart of the matter is something new in the blogging world. And we're thrilled to see a growing audience and interest from people that are kind of gravitating and responding. Um, anything you want to say about this? Because truly, my friend, this is your brainchild. Oh, well, that's <laughs> nice of you to give. Uh, me the credit because I think this is a co-created space and and I think that's what's super fun about it is yeah we thought of the idea of bringing together a bunch of writers that try to write about things that matter and are good writers and are thinkers um, and you know that was sort of the original thought and it has resonated we certainly has resonated with us we've had fun doing it um, but it's super rewarding to see how people have responded and how then that co-creates a space where people comment and, and it's so inspiring to see how the comments and the conversations that we have about the stories that we tell push it further because that's really the the fun part of the conversation, isn't it? Absolutely. And and we're being daring today. We're trying something we haven't done. We're doing a triad, you know, round table talk. Yes. So much fun. And and I think the inspiration for doing this really came from blogs recently written about writing. And so, you know, when you've done that, Brian, you have I did a little something, and and so we thought it might be fun today for people that are interested in kind of peeking behind the curtain. I hate to say how the sausage is made, but kind of, <laughs> yeah, right? How do we get to the place where we we feel like something is worthy to hit publish, and, and what's yeah. that like? So you, you two still game to do this? Yeah, because it's such an interesting, it's not only just to hit the publish button, but how we evolve as writers and what we talk about and what, how does that help us in our lives? Um, at least that's what I find so interesting. I, I, I would add to that, that when like, it, it, it's interesting too, not only the, uh, the, the comments back and forth, but also just how, how each of the writers have, have sort of picked up from each other. I mean, the topics are, are always different, but I, I know for myself, certainly, um, I, you know, I, I, there have been some things that I picked up from other blogs that have gotten me thinking, the other, other pieces that people have mm -hmm. written for part of the matter that I've like gone off in a different direction. I, I, I think I can point to a couple of my blogs that really started from reading something that another writer that one of you guys or one of the other writers picked up that I, I, I thought about and took further. And I, I think that's neat. I think that's neat to yeah. see and to experience. Yeah, 
because writing can be such a lonely pursuit and it's it's almost fun to have a group um not only writing about it but you know here today talking about it uh, doesn't <laughs> yep, feel so, so like yeah. such a solitary pursuit right absolutely <laughs> those sparks right they're so yeah. good well in that vein um let's start off with this first kind of wonderment question um, when we think about how writing kind of figures into our lives everyone is busy right there, there's no doubt about that but i'm wondering you know when and brian can you talk a little bit about posts that you've written recently about writing and how you're working out kind of your identity as a writer mixed in with all the other identities that you have in life how how is that working for both of you it's such an interesting question i think you know, for me, I think it's not only the ideas that other writers spark, but it's it's just attaching to the words and putting names to things that I'm thinking about in life. And and I remember uh, when I was pregnant with uh, my first child, I was reading a book called Brain Rules for Babies by John Medina. And he's a researcher that talks about uh, nature and nurture and what you can do in the first five years to, you know, raise emotionally uh, literate kids. And he um, said that you need to name your emotions as you, um, for your kids, because you're helping them work through as they're attaching to what they're feeling, frustration or disappointment, that you're going to have to name your emotions too. And I remember thinking that, Oh no, I'm going to be the only parent that's had kids. I'm not doing that, especially those negative ones. Yeah, I'll tell you when I'm happy, but and I've had to do that as a parent and I and that's a little bit like my my writer um process has been naming what I'm thinking about, what I'm processing, what I'm going through, um all those things that help me put a name to what, what what's so awesome about this moment and this experience and and what I'm going through? Oh, when I feel that so much in in what you write, because one of those cornerstones for you is striving for authenticity, and mm -hmm. also you know I see in your writing you're trying to be like temporally aware, right? What's going <laughs> on, right? As much as possible, um, and reflecting that. So cool, Brian. Yeah. What are you thinking? Your identity as a writer, a blogger. I, I, I think that the interesting thing for me is is for looking at it from the, the, the lens of harder the matter. Um, you know, one of the things that that initially I was I was very much caught up in in you know being very serious or, or writing about life and death. And you know, at least my, my, my first couple of blogs tended to go that way. And it, it's been interesting because I, as I've started to write more, or as I've been contributing more, it, it's been like, okay, I, I can find elements of things that matter even in just, you know, talking about my weekend. <laughs> um, yeah. and, you know, I wrote about, um, you know, going to a viewing and then, uh, you know, I was celebrating a birthday and 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 watching our, our, our neighbor's uh, infant. And yeah, it, it's like, wait a minute, this, this, this is, this matters too. The, the, you know, just, yeah. or even just writing about television watching, th this matters too. And I, I think that's a lot of what my identity as, as a blogger or a writer is caught up in, 
is, you know, again, you know, writing about emotion, be, writing about authenticity, but also my, my little secret um, that, that I really should share is that much of what I write about is lessons I need to, I need to pick up, things that oh, yeah. I need to, <laughs> you know, that, yeah. that matter to me. Um, you know, little reminders. I, there's so much of that that I'm, I'm really writing to myself versus right. another audience member. Yeah, that's so true. And and when you have that authentic experience because you're writing what you need to write, yep. it seems to resonate so much. Uh, well, and, and I think that's where you know, I, th I think that's where I, I, where I try, my, my sweet spot as a writer is what are the emotions, what are the things that, that matter to me that I think are going to matter to others. And the more that I hit upon those things, I think the better off my writing tends to be is if, 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 if I can find those areas. And, and I, I think that's the same with you guys. I see it in, in how you go up, approach your writing. It, it's like, yeah, I, I can relate to this. And, and yeah. that's, that's what makes the blog, the heart of the matter, I think, really fun. Yeah. Well, Vicki, you recently wrote a post called Write It Out, and you um, referenced the perspective of James Pennebaker, who's the author of Opening Up by Writing It Down, and, and talked about, you talked about expressive writing. Can you um, talk about expressive writing and what that means for you? Yeah, I love that, you know, for our listeners wondering how scripted this is, not at all. It's really <laughs> when Ray, Brian, and, and Vicki chatting because, you know, I love what you two both shared about, you know, authenticity and emotions. And that's really, you know, Dr. Pennebaker's premise, this idea of expressive writing. And it was something that I ran across when I was in grad school. And there was a quote in the book that I wrote about. Um, where he says, there appears to be a basic need to reveal ourselves to others. And that I connect with that very much, not just in a like helping others point of view, but in helping myself. And I also see it um, as a creative process. It's, it's letting what's, you know, on the inside, sometimes in a negative way, um, if it doesn't come out, it's it's finding a way, an outlet. Um, and for me, creatively, that's writing. But, you know, for some people, it's music, it's art, you know, in all the various forms. But um, when I think about expressive writing, it's funny because it's it's another way of saying what you both just said, right, about, you know, the emotions that are kind of top of mind or top of heart. Um, and so, yeah, I, I wrote about that because I think the book is a helpful resource, but I also know that, um, you know, when you two were just talking about writing about emotions, that takes a lot of courage to do that because there's that vulnerability piece and the exposure, even like Brian, if you're talking about TV shows that you like, it's very revealing about, you know, who we are. So yeah, I love Dr. <laughs> Pennebaker's book. It's good stuff. I'm not sure that's a good sign of what, what my favorite television shows say about me. <laughs> that, that, that could be a bad thing. <laughs> I think a lot of people connected, right, with the things yeah. that you were writing about. There's some some particular shows that are like um, like milestone moments or things that we all remember. So I think it, it was good. Yeah, but writing about emotions is is hard. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Especially so, when they're not just happy, glib, you know, optimistic 
paint over the top kind of emotions. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because we can all do that. But then I think, you know, bloggers, writers trying to tell stories about ourselves from the inside out, then it starts to veer off toward fiction. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, right. Which is or fun how we too. think we're supposed to be perceived. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, so now um, here comes the embarrassing part. Are you both ready? I'm going to embarrass you. <laughs> Yeah, okay. yeah, Aha. I gotcha, right? So I'm going to say something neither of you would say about yourselves, and that's that you are well-regarded writers. You, you absolutely are. And I know you wouldn't give yourselves, you know, that praise, but, you know, when I think about what each of you um, has done, you know, your talents and the privilege that I have to just be able to work with you and, and spend time with you when I think about you know, you writing this amazing kind of memoir about your dad, but you've also authored technical manuals, right? <laughs> and and your, you know, work as, as a blogger. And then Brian, you are a communications pro. This is your lane. And you've had so many experience, so many experiences in, in different, you know, venues. So, you know, I, I think what I'm wondering is when you think about all the types of writing you've both done, you know, is there one tip for our listeners, you know, that comes to mind that you think is really useful, helpful, a, a tough lesson learned um, about personal storytelling or writing in general? And which one of you smart, wise people wants to go first? Who should I pick on? Mm, Brian. <laughs> I see you raising your hand there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let's go with Brian. Um, I, uh, I, I don't know how wise this is, but, but it, it, it's the advice I tell myself anyway, is to write it down. <laughs> uh, yeah. To not censor myself, to, to get it, get the, the nut or the, 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 the the top text down on paper, down on screen, because you, you can always edit, you, you can always change it. But if you don't have it there to start, um, nothing else happens. And, and mm -hmm. I, I, I think that's, that, that, that's, you know, it, it's very basic, but I think it's so important when you're talking about authenticity or you're talking about emotion is that we, you, you go back and forth. I, you know, I don't want to say this because this may, th this is a, you know, this will impact so-and-so, Aunt Jane, or, or this will, will, will impact my kids. But, you know, to me, the thing is to get it down and then to start to play, <laughs> to, mm -hmm. to let it ferment and, um, you know, uh, like even just certain phrases or the creativity that if I, if I don't have anything, then I can't go back and fix it. And um, I, I think the, the other sort of message that I would say too is, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about my blog. You know, it, it's gotta be fun. And to me, that is fun to be thinking about, okay, I don't wanna necessarily go down this lane because maybe it's, it's a story that's not ready. It, it, you know, it's an emotion that I'm not ready to dive into. But this side of the the, the street, I, I I can go, and there's there's a lot of creativity there, and there's a lot of places I can can jump to, and and people would really be interested. Um, you know, I don't worry a lot of early on about grammar or style, or you know, I'm I'm one of those writers that to me I'm I, I I'm worried about 
the people reading my story. I, I, I'm not, um, I'm not, you know, I care about grammar, but you know, to me, it always, it, it begins with getting something down and, and going from there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. If you don't start, you're not going to have anything. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, I, that would be my, that would be my first go-to too. And then once I do that, then often I go for a walk and it's amazing if I'm just walking to the store to get lunch or just interrupting or whatever it is, or that just going for a walk then opens up what I've already started to write down. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah. unless I don't, I do the first step like Brian suggests. Yeah. Um, and do you both feel like that, that wisdom applies no matter what type of writing you're doing? You know, Brian, <laughs> you saying that you, you have to start somewhere and don't censor too much, but get something on the page. And when you're saying do that and then get a little distance from it, yeah. you know, kind of move your body. And I have a friend who always says you have to expend energy to get inner energy. Mm -hmm. But when you think about that is, does that apply to any type of writing that you're doing or is it just the more personal storytelling? When I was writing a technical book with and I, two co-authors and one of the co-authors said to me like, well, why don't you write my chapters? Cause it looks so much easier for you. <laughs> I was like, wow. it isn't any easier, but I'm just sitting I'm down. I'm sorry. Wait doing. a minute. Yeah, yeah. That's like copying off the teacher. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Let me take your name off the byline. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> but I love that line. It looks easier for you. Yeah, yeah no, I'm sorry. It's not. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it applies to any kind of writing. What do you think? I mean, you've written some, you've written technical books or textbooks. educational books, textbooks as well, right? Yeah. Um, I, I'm actually getting some feedback right now from an editor who's saying, wow, I love your voice and your conversational style. And, and it's something I've struggled with because all of my other published writing for the most part, except for some poetry has been academic. So, you know, now I'm trying to find out, you know, with blogging where it's a little more Vicky off the cuff, right? How formal does it need to be? So I think I'm trying to figure that out too. Yeah. I, I mean, even though, you know, a, a technical manual or, or an academic, I, maybe I'm in the minority on this, but but I still feel feel like there's, you're, you're giving a part of you. A anytime you write, you're, 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 you're conveying something you're, you're giving. And I, so I, I again, I, I, I do, I do think it starts with something, putting it down on paper. And mm -hmm. I still view it as I'm giving of myself, even though it's um, now it, it's much more, my, my, my corporate communications tone is much more formal, much more, um, you know, the style and the, even some of the words I use may be different, but I, Oftentimes, I, you know, you're running all day in meetings and you don't necessarily have a lot of time to write. My, my message to myself always is start to get something down so that at least I can edit it. So, yeah, yeah. it's so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> well, so when both of you were thinking about that and you, we've kind of touched on it, this idea about style and voice, you know, is, is there something that you hope? distinguishes kind of a quintessential Brian piece or win piece that when you walk away from it, what, what does it need 
to reflect to sort of get your stamp of approval because I both I know you're both very discriminating before you say you're done with something and you revise and work on things. But if you've written something really, really good that you feel good about, what is it that like characterizes it? That's a good question. Yeah, it's Definitely. a really good question. You know, I think the the thing that I'm going for in life right now, and I'm not sure if this translates to my writing, but I hope it does, but is that you have to be present to win. You know, like when you go to a place and you get a raffle ticket and then they say you have to be present to win. At, you got to stay till the yep. very end. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. My, yeah. and I, I think about that with my young kids, like it to be, to win with them, I have to be present and I have to be paying attention. And what I hope that I'm writing about and what I hope that I'm doing in my writing is, is both memorializing when I'm present mm -hmm. wow. and also it training my mind to be present because I'm paying attention to things that I wouldn't be perhaps if I wasn't writing about him. That's interesting. Interesting. It really is. Mm -hmm. That's how, the deep how does, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, our listeners can't see me nodding, but I'm nodding. Going, mm, yes. Right. How, how do you do that? Sorry, Brian. Yeah. No, that, that's what I was wondering. I mean, that's, that's, do you, how how do you do that with your writing does it does it show up or how does it manifest itself well i think then that's when you can put the details in right yep. if you can you start with the the idea vicky and i were talking about this today and and brian we, we were kind of laughing about this too right we were i was in the car with my son this morning he's three and a half he's looking at a video of the ultrasound when he's when when I was pregnant with him and he asked me what it is. And I said, oh, that's your heartbeat when you were in my tummy. <laughs> and he says, oh, that's because you ate me. <laughs> right? That's the germ of a story. But when mm -hmm. you capture it, because you're going to write about it, then you think, oh, well, I was in the car yep. and we dropped Olivia off. And it was this kind of morning and I was listening because I wasn't distracted on the 15 other things. Yep. Um, yep. You know what, that's what, isn't that what we start to start to do when we're paying attention? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's also where, you know, I see both of you where you might have drafts of things written in advance, but I think, Brian, tell me if I'm wrong, you know, sometimes I think you're prolific. You You often have a lot of things like in the queue potentially, but your heart kind of, drives you to certain content similar to what Wynn just shared. Something compelling comes up and that's what you choose to kind of focus on. Am I wrong about that? Uh, no, no. I, I, I do have a lot of different things going at this, you know, at the same time. Um, I, 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 I'm not, I, I love what you're saying, Wynn, because that, 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 it probably is putting in the words what I'm feeling in my heart is I do tend to go toward the pieces that are closer to being done that that are close 
closer to being in the present. Um, you know, that, that, cause, cause I, I, I do think there are certain pieces that I'm more drawn to. Um, you know, there, there, there's certain things that I, I try to do with every piece, um, you know, strong lead, you know, strong intro. Um, I, I do tend to n gravitate towards a little bit of humor or, or a little bit of an uplifting message. A at the very least, if it's, it is darker, then it's a little bit of gallows humor. I mean, I, 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 I do <laughs> tend to go there. Um, mm -hmm. And the other thing that I, I, I think that the, the final two elements that I've always sort of seen with my writing is some type of, it, it might not be a moral, but something that ties the rest of the piece together, that, mm -hmm. that, 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 that finishes, tries to finish strong. And mm -hmm. then, you know, the, the, the biggest thing with, I think with my, my pieces that I love the most anyway, are the emotions um, that use simple language, that use sim simple phrases that, and that really put the reader first. Um, that's what I think if I've been, if I'm ever successful as a writer, it's when I've been able to do that. And I think that's my way of saying what, what, what you just said, when, in terms of, you know, I, I'm present and I'm, I'm catching those moments that are going to be mean something to someone else. Yeah. I like how you say it, put the readers first, because it is, it's a gift when somebody spends however many minutes to read anything written right oh my goodness I, I i you know i i'm still very much may, maybe it's uh, my I, I don't know how to what to how to describe it but it's like thank you thank you for yes. reading yes. <laughs> yes. you know yes yeah. so vicky you often write about family yeah which is tricky mm -hmm. um you know you write about your mom and dad who are both um not with us on this mm -hmm. on this earth at least correct <laughs> How has writing about those experiences helped you process it, understand? Um... Yeah, it's, you know, it wasn't a, a lane that I thought I would ever find myself in. And, and yet when we think about the things that we're compelled to write about, for me, um, writing about family has helped me deepen my understanding of my own experience. And I think, um, you know, my mother had a very complicated, you know, trauma-ridden life, and it came out in her parenting. Um, and as I experienced a lot of that with her, I, I found that writing about her helped me understand and see her facets, mm -hmm. you know, and, and one thing that I stumbled upon that I, I don't know if I, like, cribbed this from someone else or if it's really my own thought kind of distilled, but... Uh, writing about family and, and my mom and dad and their lives helped me understand that um, a parent can't give something that they never had. Mm. And so, I, you know, I think my mom did the best that she could. But, you know, I, I think for me, writing about family, even though it's fraught with so many risks, because I can tell my story, but I have to be very aware that there are other people that were participants um, in things that they saw, you know, from their their filters, their lenses. So I think for me, it's taken some courage um, mm -hmm. to do that. And I'm still trying to summon that up all the time with this longer piece that that I've written about my mom. But um, I think it's it's difficult, I think, for people to write about family. And yet for me, I can't imagine doing anything else because creating that context, 
around the difficult situations. I think it's how I can stoke my empathy and, you know, this philosophy that I have in life that everyone is carrying around something, you know, that is unsavory or, you know, something hidden just beneath the surface that's some sort of uh, carrying pain. So it's, it's helped me a lot, but boy, do I understand when I read, you know, fellow bloggers and other authors talk about wanting not to be disrespectful, you know, especially to the dead. Um, but I, I find, you know, and you both do this so nicely, there, there are humorous sides, you know, to lots of difficult situations. And my mom was fun and crazy and, you know, kind of full of life in lots of ways. So, uh, but I feel that I, f- I feel that it's a challenge for people to write about family members and it's something Brian and I have talked about and I know you and writing about your father when have, have spent a lot of time thinking about it but I can't imagine not doing it seems like it's a part of generational healing I mean you seems yeah. like you've healed uh, your mom was complicated and and from the stories, I, I didn't know you before you became a writer, but I'm sure you've done a lot of healing in a lot of ways. But you can really appreciate the fun and the gracious parts of your mom. Even it seems like mm-hmm. you've you've done that generational healing because you've yeah. worked it out. Yep. Yeah. And I didn't intend, you know, in, in the end of this longer piece that I've written, I had to really um, acknowledge the fact that writing about my mom has been a gift for our daughter. Mm-hmm. Because she saw a lot of things, but didn't always understand them. So for her to to put her experiences that sometimes were pretty scary um, into a broader landscape, you know, mm-hmm. about her her nanny, her grandma's life has been kind of a a gift that I needed to give to her. And I realize now in talking with her, she asked me to do this um, several years ago that, you know, mom, you need to write it down. You know, I, I want to hear it all. I want to see how the things layer together. Um, yeah. And so I, I know you both feel that too, that it you don't want to give things that are complicated too light a touch because there are layers. Yeah, right? yeah definitely. Right. That's great. That's amazing. It is. is. It's hard. And I think it's another one of those lessons just generally about, you know, writing about finding your path to vulnerability. And I Mm -hmm. think it's also for me, it's a reason why I'm so grateful for the heart of the matter community. You know, you, Brian, our other contributors, you win, because I think writers need support. You know, it's yeah. it's one thing to sit down, like you said, when and kind of in this solitary way, right? But you also are like, my my shoulders are creeping up. I'm like, I'm going into self protect mode because I'm <laughs> I'm in the end, I'm not sure, right? Do I do I want to do this? So it can be very, I think, lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, yeah. you yeah. both see that too? Oh yeah. I, yeah, I, I definitely do. I mean, just. I mean, others may be supportive, but you don't necessarily know. <laughs> so to know that to have other writers that are uh, supportive and understand or or just even have that, not just writers, but to have readers, to have that community that is encouraging, that that's that's huge. That, that, that's a, that, that definitely keeps me going. Right. So I've learned, I love how much I've learned from the two of you today, like, um, Vicki, you had a phrase that just stuck with me, telling stories from the inside out. 
Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Brian, your phrase, putting the reader first. I mean, that's just, it's so fun to sit and talk to other writers. Um, <laughs> I, I know we sort of chit chat by writing all the time, but, you know, so fun to talk. Ah, it definitely is. And I, and I think we, we'd love to keep doing it because I think we're not the only ones, right, Brian? Everyone's yes. like, ooh, riddled with doubt. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. I would love to do this again sometime. Thank you for listening. Our music is with a little help from our friends by Lennon and McCartney, performed by Carolyn Leon. Please visit our website, sharingtheheartofthematter.com, for show notes, resources, and more great inspiration.